Blog Talk Radio. My name is Gwen. Oh, no, no, no. I'm playing Teresa now. I'm sorry. I'm Teresa. Hello. I'm Teresa. Welcome to Take Two Radio. We are pleased to bring you interviews with people in the entertainment and music industry, discussions and recaps of the four remaining daytime soaps, that's The Bold and the Beautiful, The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, and Days of Our Lives, as well as various other shows. For upcoming and previous shows, check Take2Radio.com, that's with the number two, and you can find us on Blog Talk Radio, iHeartRadio, iTunes, and other streaming apps. Follow us on social media at Take2Radio, and thanks for listening. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Take2Radio Soaps. I am acting as your host this evening, Anthony, Anthony Corona. With me this evening is the ever-fabulous Candice. Hello, darlings. Hello, darlings. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and with us is Vinny. Hey, Vinny, how you been, man? I've been doing all right. All right. David will be joining us in a little while, and we may or may not have some Carolyn. Um, I thought that um, we could go a little off the usual topic this evening at the top of the show. Um, Candice, Vinny, I- I'm going to ask you guys, uh, what is up with these recycled storylines being released as soap spoilers all over social media? Um, and, and they tweak the titles to get you to click in such a way that it sounds like it's a current storyline, and then suddenly you're about into the, you know, fifth or sixth sentence, and you're like, wait a minute, Lulu's in a coma. What's going on here? What is this? Dante rushes to Lulu's rescue. Wait, wait a minute. This is like five years old. Candace? Because there's nothing else really exciting happening on the current stories. I, I, I mean, okay. Because before I get myself in trouble, it's because I just, well, okay. So I had a friend just message me and ask me something about the Young and the Rustlers. And they showed uh-huh. me the link. And everything, and I was like, "Baby, that's from like 2018." And it was like, "But no, they said it was Adam and Sharon." I said, "Yeah, those characters are still in the show, but this storyline particularly happened." Then she was like, "I don't understand," and I said, "Because it's it's a couple of things. It's okay. It is 2023, and on all the soaps." They're doing certain storylines that, again, five years ago they were doing. And it's sort of confusing because it's just like we – because you're going to hear me say this a lot tonight. Did we do this already? Did we do this already? Did we do this already? Yeah. And, and, and the sad reality is we did do this before. It's just – I don't know. I just feel as though, you know, everybody wants to click, click a wink, a link, you know. So, you know. Minnie, what do you got? Uh, you know what? I honestly I haven't seen them. Although I mean, it, it's it's paramount to a lot of different things that are going on with uh, with all forms of entertainment. 
wrestling included. There's this one, uh, there's this one Instagram account that uh, I don't remember the name of it off the top of my head, but they are tweeting out or posting stories that happened back in like January and February as if they're current. So I just make the joke that they're on AOL dial-up internet and they're not getting their news timely. Um, but outside of that, I don't know. I don't know why people would be doing it other than, you know, just there's slow news cycles. Although in my opinion, general hospital and days have both been quite entertaining uh, over the past couple of weeks to the point where I don't know why anybody would be talking about anything else. I'm going to give you a yes and a no on that comment. I agree and I disagree um, for two very different reasons. We'll get to it when we get to each show. Um, but you made, you made some goody, pretty good points there. And unfortunately, I, I had a conversation this afternoon with a friend in the business. Um, you know, it's sort of touching on this subject. And the video game writers and, and producers are yeah. about to go on strike as well. Um, I was uh, saying something on this show two weeks ago when we were all together that has turned out not to, um, not to have come to pass. Uh, there is no deal. There is no deal. There is no, no deal. Um, nope. We are we're we're going into um, we're going into fight mode now. Um, th- there is not an end to this anytime soon, and it's only going to get worse. Um, and so, uh, y- there's been an absolute mark on three out of the four shows as far as, as the, you know, the storylines are concerned. Um, and <laughs> things are going to get interesting in the next couple of months, folks. Candace, I, 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 I can't really say any more without getting myself into trouble. Um, I, I can do it. Can... I, I just yeah, say something that won't get me in. Because here's the thing. Since, okay, so many of you guys may or may not know I do uh, an audio drama series. Um, forever and a day. Shout out to my crew and cast over there. Um, And we have not, all the episodes that came out we did last year, and we can't do anything right now. None of our SAG actors can promote it, um, which sucks um, because there's some really good storylines this year. Um, But, you know, we're now going into, we're going into about the fourth, fifth month here. Yeah. Um, kind of roughly around that. And like Anthony said, it's going to get worse because, yeah, now you have the, uh, the sex, like, voiceovers, like, for video games because at first they, at first the first round, so for y'all, to, I'm going to break this down. It went in rounds. So the first round, obviously, was the WGA, and we all know how that works, right? Okay. And then it was the DGA, which was the Directors Guild Association. They, within 24 hours, was like, give them what they want. (laughs) And it was like, wait, what? (laughs) Like, okay. Because all of these other contracts are dependent on whatever's going to happen with the writers is going to dictate certain things for all of these other contracts. That's the way the circuit, this circuit system works. Go ahead, Candace. Right. And so then it was Broadway. Broadway, same thing as the DGA, within a, within a day. Then it was the SAG, and it was, we all know there's no end in sight for that. And 
I'm just going to say because a lot of people are confused about because recently just some news just came out about this. So everybody was wondering why does a daytime what like what's the situation with daytime? Why are they a part of this? And here's the thing. Okay, under a new media agreement, okay, daytime soaps was excluded from like the actors um, to participate in the strike. Even though they are SAG actors, do the payouts and all that stuff, they've been protected by that agreement, which expires next summer. Actually, it could be sooner than June, June 1st. Keep that in mind, okay? Um, okay, I, I, I know this says, I'm just going to say this. There are certain people who went on social media and lied about what was going on, like as far as behind the scenes, like of discussions and meetings and, you know, the revenues and all that stuff. <clears throat> I'm not going to say nobody's names. I'm not doing that, but I'm going to say this. Pay the people what they want, one. Two, if you feel as though you are above all of this, hey, bless you. Bless you, okay? But there's people who have to uh, now reevaluate their life for the next couple of months. And we're getting ready to go into the holiday season. I want you to think about that. People can't pay their health insurance. People have to quit their jobs. When I say jobs, I mean some of the writing jobs, acting jobs, to take care and get another job. And not for nothing, all those who have said something about the Drew Barrymore show and, and it just was announced the talk is coming back, again, they're protected by this agreement for daytime. They do not have any writers or whatnot. They're, More they're importantly, going, Candace, they don't yes. have a choice. Right. They are under contract. If their show is being produced, they have to work unless they're a day, you know, a day player or a I come in for a couple of weeks here, a couple of weeks there. And mm-hmm. they can turn around and say, no, I don't want to work. But all of the actors, you know, Maurice Bernard to Deidre Hall, they're all – on, they're on contract. They cannot turn around and say, I want to stand with my brothers and sisters. I'm sorry, I'm I not mean, coming to work. It doesn't work thing. that way. They, there is a, now, here's the thing. Yes, we've seen Scott Clifton and, um, you know, on the field, on the battlefield. They're supporting, supporting. That doesn't mean they're turning their back because, like you said, they're protected up until, I'm just going to say, don't be surprised by May, y'all. If this, if, if, when when things kind of settle and everything, like I said, their contracts expire next year. So mm-hmm. it's going to be very interesting. I mean, it's already interesting right now because we're in we're in September. By the way, real quick, hold on, hold on. It's been 22 years since a tragedy happened to this country. Mm-hmm. And this shaped a lot of people's views about a lot of things. So, Anthony, Vinny, you guys, if we can, can we please have a moment of silence for those who lost their lives for 9-11, who was affected by 9-11, if we can do that real quick.
course. Okay, I just wanted to do that. I'm gonna no, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna contribute for a moment on that on that front. Um, yeah, <laughs> I lived on Staten Island. I worked in Lower Manhattan. I took the ferry to Manhattan every morning. Um, I was just out of college, young, fresh, innocent, and I used to listen to music back when you know they didn't even have wireless earbuds and kids. I had wired headset that went around the back of my head and, and came around up the ears. It was it was kind of cool for that time, but it had wires. Anyway, um, I was on the ferry that morning, and I was lost in my own zone, and all of a sudden, people just start running. And um, for the first time in a hundred years, the ferries stopped dead in the harbor and just sat there for 20 minutes because nobody knew what to do when that first plane hit. And, and so absolutely all the love to everyone who has been affected in whatever way they've been affected. There were babies that were born that never knew their dads or, yeah. you know, it's granddads. Been, it's, been, or, it's been 22 years. Like, that's the crazy yeah. part. It's been I, – because I, 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 re- I realized that there's been two – It's some people's lifetime. Yeah, like yeah. there's two lifetimes that this was they weren't included in it. Actually, it might be more, but it's just crazy because, like you said, you could it's it, a lot like with soaps. Okay, everybody could tell you where they were at for Luke and Laura's wedding. Everybody could tell you where Marlene when Marlene was possessed by the devil. There's been four times. Okay, so you had to be there for one of them. Okay, everybody could tell you about Victor and Nikki's wedding or when Brooke was called the slut from the valley. I can tell you this right yeah, now. I know where everybody, I was. Everybody can tell you where they were at on September 11th, 2001. For me, I will never forget. I was running late for work. <laughs> I, I was running late. I went to Dunkin' Donuts. I ain't going to lie. Um, I, came, I, I was working at a, a car insurance place. And I went in, made a pot of coffee for everybody, um, we looked up. It was the Today Show. They was like, well, today, uh, this is a live view of New York City, right? Literally, right before everything. Mm-hmm. I looked down, and then I looked up, and I saw smoke. And I was like, oh, this is a movie trailer for Die Hard or something. Because it really, you know, it's like, you know, I was waiting for the voiceover. A couple of minutes later, we saw the second t- And that's when reality kicked in, because we was like, okay, this trailer is not good. Turn on the CBS this morning. Panic. Panic, panic. When it happened in Virginia and D.C., and remember, there was a list, and on that list, it did say Baltimore. I was where they allegedly was going to do the attack. I was literally five minutes away from it. It, It's just crazy. So I just wanted to, you know, take a moment, you know, because it also affected the soaps. You remember there were certain storylines that they had to drop because of it, but Getting back into all of this, like, here's the thing. Everybody just, (laughs) Netflix, Amazon, ABC, CBS, Fox, all of you guys, pay the writers, get the actors back, because right about now. Pay everybody what they deserve. You know, it's sort of like you can can, um, relate this to Big Pharma, right? 
They come mm-hmm. up with a drug. They've got about 10 years where they can charge anything they want for it because it's under patent. And then that patent expires and everybody can make, quote, unquote, generics. You've had your time to make the money, streaming services. Uh, you know, you've had your time to reap. Everybody under you needs, to, needs their piece of the pie. They need it to trickle down. It cannot be that there are six billionaires and 90,000 people that produce so that the six billionaires can make another billion dollars. It just doesn't, life doesn't work that way. It's time to start giving the, the people that do the good work what they deserve. All right. We should oh, absolutely. To I, oh, yeah. before, before, you, before you move on, just one thing looking from the outside in. I, I agree. Like, I, I've been critical of the, of the strikes because I'm not a fan of unions. I never have been. But that's because of my uh, experience with unions in retail customer service where I don't feel they belong. But when it comes to people who are independent contractors like writers, directors, actors, et cetera, yeah, you, there, there is a spot for them in that in that position. With that said, I also value, I also value working for what you, what you earn. That's why strikes just rub me the wrong way. Cause it's like, if I, if I was ever part of a union that said, oh, well, we're not getting paid enough, so we have to strike. I'd be like, okay, you could do that, but I'm going to work cause I still need to pay my bills. But that's coming from, a person who lives paycheck to paycheck. So not all actors are like that, but one thing I did learn about about the actors just throughout this entire process is that for everybody, for every actor that is earning millions of dollars per film, like The Rock or Vin Diesel or you name any of, any of them, there's there are still a lot of actors, especially the extras and the ones with smaller roles and bit parts that aren't making that kind of money, that are living paycheck to paycheck or have to carry a second job. You don't really, you know, the, nor- the general population don't realize that there are actors out there that need to have a second job. You don't think about it that way because everybody thinks that actors are paid tons and tons of money. And it's like not no, like that. Absolutely. Everybody, no, they're not. They're not. Everybody right. should be. Everybody should be earning what they're worth. So, yeah, and I. But you're holding. Oh, absolutely. Back to the original, the original purpose of me bringing this up. I, I, I feel what everybody is saying on social media out there, but folks have to understand something. These the writers that are in there are doing a job that they're being paid to do. The actors that are acting are acting because they're on contract. They can't just walk out. The shows are being produced. The people behind the cameras, the makeup, all of those people, none of them actually really want to be there right now. I can tell you that for sure. They don't really want to be there right now, but they can't just leave. So let's be kinder to the producers of, I'm going to rephrase that, the workers of the industry, let's be kinder to them on social media because they're doing what they have to do. And if someone does take the principles, you know, let's say Nancy Legrand 
you know, decided I'm, take, I'm going on my principles, she'll never work again. Because once you take something like that, a stand like that, no one's ever going to hire you again. So they're between a rock and a hard place. They have to mm-hmm. do their jobs. And some of them are being very vocal about caring for their brothers and sisters and, you know, that are not able to work right now. All right. So, Vinny, you know what? You get to pick. Which show do you want to go to first today? Um, oh, wow. I feel special. Two, two, two episodes in a row. Yeah, I'm waiting um, for Carolyn. I don't know what's keeping her. Um, oh, welcome, well, welcome, welcome, David. <laughs> yeah, I was here. No one knew. <laughs> Creeper. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I mean, I, I always got to go. I got to go with General Hospital um, first. Um, I've been absolutely loving the loving everything. I personally, I know there's a lot of hate going on on the show, and by a lot of the fandom. Me personally, I don't. I don't hate anything going on right now. I am absolutely loving it. Um, my favorite storyline right now is Cody and Sasha. I've been a huge advocate for that storyline. I know that there are a lot of people that, you know, are waiting for it to end because of what's going on to Sasha, going on, you know, what's happening to Sasha, which I understand. Spoiler alert. And we on to the next chapter. Um, I am yeah. absolutely loving I'm absolutely loving that storyline, and I, I think I think it's something that's going to cement Cody and Sasha as a big-time, you know, couple. Uh, I don't want to say the next Luke and Laura, but um, I feel like this is something that's going to going to raise both of them. Sophia Matson's been killing it um, in terms of the entire storyline, and even uh, Cody. Um, has been okay. doing yeah. a Josh, Josh Kelly. Kelly has been great. Yeah, I, they both, I ha- I think they both have can... really stepped into their performing. Yeah. They are, you know, Sophia for the last two years has given us, you know, performance after performance after performance that we really mm-hmm. are there with her. You know, it is yeah. not an actress playing a role in, in some of those scenes. We are there. Mm-hmm. We are crying with Sasha. Um, and, you know, and the the horrific fear and and what she gave us in these scenes I, you know whether she wins an Emmy or not girlfriend you have you have hit the pinnacle of your craft you have given Absolutely. us a believability factor and that's why so many people were cringing um I am right on board with you on this storyline I'm so invested yeah I think she's amazing I, um, I, I do too and that's one of the biggest reasons why, like, I, 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 for the wrestling fans out there, I've made this comparison a number of times. To me, she's the Ricky Morton right now of the Rock and Roll Express in, on General Hospital. She's able to gain that sympathy from the viewers because of her acting and able to uh, just get everybody emotionally invested, whether you hate the storyline or not, because you're feeling it, because you're, I hate the word triggered, um, but if you're feeling it, that's it's because of her acting. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, this is my beloved show. Vinny, you're only with us for a few weeks. So I've been watching General Hospital since I'm three years old. This, this is my, you know, 
there's general hospital and then there's the soap operas. But having said that, you know, I am brutally, brutally honest. Her acting is so good because the storyline is so bad. I'm sorry. The storyline itself is bad. Um, it, it's not, it, it, it's beyond suspension of disbelief. You know, we're in creepy horror movie. You know, this mm-hmm. would actually never happen in real life. I mean, people popping in and out of a mental institution like right. they get in the bus, like they're getting on the elevator. You know, so yeah. it, it, the fact that she pulls us into such a riveting performance it is amazing, absolutely amazing. Now I'm going to flip the script. I know Candace probably has a lot to say and go in the exact opposite. General Hospital, we've been having lots and lots and lots of conversations the last couple of years. I'm going to put my New York on now, General Hospital, all right? Listen, uh-huh. there, there is always the need for the witch on General Hospital. I don't understand yep. it. So, you know, Nina has run the course of her witchness. Y- y'all got that. Y'all saw that. I-, I got you now. I see what you're doing with Nina. You have mm-hmm. now replaced Nina, by the way, replaced Elizabeth, who has been on and off the witch status for years. When there's no other witch around, they start writing Elizabeth as the witch and the moral paramour, and she's got to tell everybody off, whatever. Okay. Um, you've now replaced her with Portia. You have made Portia so mm-hmm disgustingly rich at this point. Nobody's invested in her. They want a Dorothy in the Wizard of Oz style house to come and drop on her right now. Drop the need for the witch. (laughs) Drop the need for the witch. I'm agreeing with you. Even the things that I'm hating, I'm loving the entertainment value. You know, the the Eddie Main storyline does nothing for me in Mm -hmm. anything that it's doing in storyline. But it's entertaining. It's it's historical. Not the history I would have chosen to resurrect, but since it's being resurrected, I'm I'm kind of – I'm, I'm feeling it. The fact that it's giving Leo, who, oh, my God, what an adorably, incredibly talented kid he is. Yeah. Um, so I am, I am loving almost everything that's happening right now, but I'm, I am absolutely hating that. And General Hospital, mm. if you, you have given us, you got us. You, you let us know. When Nina is found out, we're all going to think it's Ava for a while. We got your point. We got it. We got it. We don't need any more of those scenes. They are so redundant. I do never want to see another conversation between a Nina and Ava. And I used to kind of like their friendship. But all they talk about now is, you're holding a secret. You can't handle this life. I hope you can handle this life. I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I just to move on. Oh, please. I'm so done with those. All right, Kansas girl. I know you're ready to go. Okay. So I'm going to be, I'm going to be calm. I'm going to be calm. How am I going to do this? I'm going to be calm. Answer, answer me one question, though. Friday, um, I, don't, I don't know if you're at 2 o'clock or 3 o'clock, whatever, at, at, at 58 on, on, on Friday or whenever you watched it, girl, did you want to take off your earrings and slap someone? There's a couple of people I wanted I to slap. I remember Friday. There's a couple of people I wanted to slap. There was a couple of people I wanted to slap, but at that very last moment, oh, I wanted to slap. I wanted to put my rubber sole shoes oh, on, take my earrings off, and make sure my weave was tied up. Mm-hmm. 
right, sorry, mm-hmm. go ahead, Candace. Okay, so I want to touch on this Nina. I mean, not Nina, but the, the Sasha thing because this has been um, my biggest pet peeve. Yeah, Sophia is putting in the work, but I'm going to be honest. This is Emmy date for Frank. Okay, the story to me would have been more powerful if this was a real conservatorship storyline. We took a character that, and let's be let everybody, let's be honest for a second, okay? Sasha, quote unquote, wasn't supposed to be here this long. Because if you remember the that like okay you had the, the had Chase her Michael Willow mm-hmm. the Quad the Fourth Sum and everything like that okay she broke away from hello Michael. she was the fake Nina daughter she was the she, she was the fake gone. Nina's daughter we all exactly. thought that was the daughter of Nina okay even though you changed right. it, changed the GH I remember y'all saying it was a boy but y'all said it was a girl okay um <clears throat> that's right I pay attention okay. You had her deal with, you know, the drugs and everything else like that. Okay, she finally got herself cleaned. Her and Brando, it was a couple that I didn't think anything of it, but I kind of was like, okay, they're the B couple of the show. You had yeah. a baby. Everything was coming up mm-hmm. roses for Sasha, and then you pulled yeah. it away from her. Her baby died. Brando died. She goes backwards. I have no idea what the hell happened. Because once you had her, like, you know, start to fall apart, and I get it, I understand, real life, like, especially if you overcame some things, you, you're trying to put yourself back on a pedestal. And again, Sophia, girl, you have done your job. However, GH, you did not. Because to me, I just feel as though this is the only thing you could do. Because you knew that this was going to, quote, unquote, call shock to, to the, from the fans. Everybody can agree this story, that storyline did nothing. It made us irritated because, yeah, it and made I get it. it in real life. I get it. There's some, there, look, let's be honest. In real life, there is some crook doctors out there. There's some crook <laughs> conservatorships. Hi, Brittany. Yeah. But you took it too far to the point where it was like offensive. You I made it saying, far. You, yes, Candace, I'm going to tell you what you're trying to say in one very important line. You took what could have been an after-school special kind of storyline and turned it into the farcical soap dish, you know, farcical way you could tell it. It was the fact that it didn't make sense after a while. Like, it fell apart, as all storylines do. It falls apart because you're trying to drive it down our throats. Then you usher in Cody. Here's where I kept saying they had to find a place for Cody. I love Josh Kelly. Everybody knows this, but I'm still not connecting to the storyline. Yes, it's quote-unquote over right now. Spoiler alert, though, we're still not over the storyline. because here's No, the we're not over the storyline by far. <laughs> And, and honestly, where the they promo? made the mistake, Candace, was yes. they should have went Cody Maxi. No, and, no, and, well, well, they're they're related. Uh, exactly, they should have gone that point. No, what they should have did was no. What they should have did. I'm going to help General Hospital. I'm here to help you. I'm here to help you. My whole thing is is that Sasha would have caught on to Gladys, and. Glass would be like, oh, wait a minute, Sasha, Sasha might be catching on. 
I would have it where Sasha was her own hero. Because I get with General Hospital. And where everybody doubted Sasha because Gladys did something interesting, not not drugging and torturing her like, you know, like horror porn, but um, mm-hmm. Gladys, Gladys did something interesting to make everybody doubt, and they doubted Sasha for a, for a hot minute, and then she found a way to vindicate herself. Yes, Candace. Yes. Right. That so was to me, that should have Because I, I, I see what they're trying to do with Cody. I see what they're trying to do with the storyline. Again, it's not it's not connecting. If you saw the promo, then you know we're really not like there's to me it's too many layers because now my question is General Hospital, what are you doing with Sasha? Like in all honesty, what is your outline for Sasha for the rest of this year? Because to me it's tragedy, 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 tragedy. Is she gonna really relapse to a point where nobody can touch her? Is she going to be fall gone? You see what I'm saying? Like, we need to start thinking about that. Because if you're yeah. trying to create something, it's not working. Nina. What they, what they should do, real quick, what they should mm-hmm. do is have something happen. You know, I don't want, I honestly actually don't want Gladys to get killed. Um, but they should have something happen where Sasha is stuck and untangling all of this mess and actually lives a normal life for months and months and months, untangling this, getting back to work, starting to date Cody, et cetera, et cetera, before they get, you know, she has rung the There is no more room in the victim's sponge. Not another drop of water can go in the victim's sponge. She's got to to have normal I want Sasha Sasha to have a moment where Gladys is, quote, unquote, trying to gaslight her and saying, I was only yeah. doing it for you. I only did it because da 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 da. Mm-hmm. I don't know what anybody was talking about. And Sasha is like, like you, you have to see it from her point of view of like, okay, is Gladys telling her the truth or like whatnot? And she keeps like Sasha is starting to remember certain things and put two, and she's putting two and two together, and she realizes yeah. Gladys was doing this. Like she was the mastermind yeah. behind all of this and whatnot. And yeah, I want her to to harm her. I want to, now, do I want her to be killed? Do I want Sasha to kill Gladys? Yes and no. Because, again, I, I, I don't trust GH writers to do what I want them to do. So that's why I'm saying yes or no, because, again, Sasha has to be her own hero in this. Yes, Cody, yes, Sam, Dante. Shout out to Sam for getting the getaway call. Spoiler alert. But I like that she has that support. But my question is, is that, okay, you're, she's out of that institution, but is she out of trouble? Is she out of danger? And the answer is no. And that's the that's what's getting me. It's like, okay, like, um, what are we doing? Like, what are we doing? And who knows? Maybe by the end of the year, I will change my mind about what they do. But for right now, I'm not. I'm not satisfied. All right, Nina. Nina. I'll say it. I'll pull the band-aid off the off the off the wound. If it was a different actress playing Nina, you all wouldn't have done this. I feel as though. Yeah. Thank you. I and let me preference this. I love both actresses who play who plays the role, but I'm noticing something. You have Nina, who was bad. She was a bad butt. I can't say badass, right? Well, I said badass. I'm sorry. Sorry, Pam. Um. The writing for Nina has changed dramatically. 
because I'm thinking yeah, to myself. Yeah, ever since Cynthia Watros took over. Well, no, I mean, even, no, I'm like, with Cynthia Watros, here's the thing. With Cynthia Watros, I think they were trying to, like, it's a two-way street. It's like when you have a recast, right, you, first and foremost, the writers have to remember it's not the OG person playing this role anymore. It is now somebody else. So you have to work with their strengths and also their weakness. We all know. We all know Nina is a not watered-down version, but she's like mediocre Annie Dutton. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm going to stop you right there, though. I'm going to stop you right there, Candace, because here's the thing. The Nina that was written under Michelle Stafford was Mm -hmm. not an OG Annie, and I agree with you. No, no, no. I I mean Cynthia Watros. No, I mean with Cynthia Watros taking over the the character. I I know. They gave they gave us a recreated version of Annie, except not as there's the Annie in the Annie missing. You know what I'm trying to say? Annie is a mixture of of, when Cynthia's playing the role. Okay, when she first started, and I'll say it, it was it was a mix of a little bit of Annie Dutton, a little bit. I didn't say a lot, and Kelly from Young and the Russells when when Cynthia Watchos was playing it. I think the thing is is that we forget Nina is that character. She may be a little bit loony and everything, but when it comes down to it, this girl is a threat. Hello, look at the stuff she's doing. It's gonna cut right? a baby out of a out of a human body. Right. Well, even mm. well, I'm, I'm even looking at like the Cynthia Watchos version. Like her version, she has done stuff. I do not understand why. Last week we have Carly, aka the new Sharon of like. Seriously, y'all really swap Carly to be the new Sharon, okay? Literally pouring coffee. Okay, she's pouring coffee, talking about Kelly's. You have Nina coming in there, and Carly is rolling her eyes like, oh, Lord, what is this girl doing? What are we going to do? Oh, my God, yes. Wait, when Nina says, I don't understand, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to, I have no, and I'm thinking to myself, Nina, Nina, you know who Sonny Carantos is. I don't understand why yeah. you don't know what you got yourself into. You know who Sonny Carruthers is. You know all about him. You have okay. Ava Candace, your I'm role. I'm going to stop you right there because yeah. here's, here's the conjunction problem with that. This is the same Nina who kicked Valentine, Valentine to the curb for being Valentine for who Valentine is. Mm-hmm. Now she doesn't understand. Now she, I've always been with complicated men. But I don't understand Sonny's business, but he, he's, got, he's, he, he's got family love. He's got morals, so he's not valid. The storyline doesn't make sense you from all the perspectives that it would have to make sense for you to stay invested in. Right. And that's but the then, problem. Yeah. But, and then you have, a, I mean, Ava is, like, I don't know what they've done with Ava. I'm just, I'm confused on all levels. But it's like Nina has Ava and her freaking mother. You mean to tell me she doesn't understand danger? You mean you can't have people to watch? Like, General Hospital, please hear me out on this. I love Laura Wright. By the way, happy birthday, baby. And I love Cynthia Watros, two Emmy Award winners who graduated from the school of Kim Zimmer. You guys are using the chemistry for this storyline because the material for this is not doing any favors. Carly versus Nina, round 52, is not working anymore, especially now that we're going into this part of the storyline where we yeah. all know what you guys are trying to do. It's not working for me. I don't understand none of this. Um, what, what else are we talking about? 
All right. Yeah, let's let's unpack that for a moment. <laughs> I, 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 because I know where you go in General Hospital. Thank you so much. It was a fun oh, ride. Wait, oh, good. You know. Oh, I didn't think about Portia. Oh, no, okay, we'll go back to Portia in a second because Candace, okay. here's the deal. This was this was all set up by Sonny and, and all this government reason. None of this would have happened in real life. This is so completely off of where the storyline was supposed to go in the first place. They are just throwing spaghetti at the wall and trying to see what will stick. They do not know where they are going with this. But you I know what the sad part is? At this point. But you know what the sad part is? Here's where, this is okay. I'm gonna, okay. You had Dan and Chris, all right? And then you had yeah. the outline for Dan and Chris. And then you have the scab writers, okay? But you know what the sad part is? And I'm going to be honest. You're right. It's the same as early this year. They don't know what to do. They really don't. Yep. Because I said this in real time. Go, go listen to our previous episodes of blogtalkradio.com. Around June, actually May and June, I said Girl, around this I'm, time. I'm going to put the words in your mouth. Oh, this is going to be the best send-off of the villain in soap opera history. What? Huh? The best send-off of a villain in soap opera history. Mm-hmm. No, not that. What did I say? What did I say about the fall? Because remember, we were supposed to be having, we were supposed to have a fall wedding. Remember that. We were supposed oh, to have a fall yes, wedding. Yes, we were, and then they went to Valentine's Day. And I said, yep. in real time, I said, they're going to build something up, and it's going to be a letdown. To me, I'm going to be honest with you. If you saw today's episode of General Hospital, and yeah. if you haven't, it should be on Hulu by now, I guess, until 8 o'clock. I don't know. They did exactly that because I was like, I was sitting here. I was real time. I was like folding my arms, and I'm watching it in real time. Candace, and I, was like, I didn't see it. It was the whole sunny setup, wasn't it? Baby, let me say, okay, do you want me to tell you? Yeah, spoil it. It's okay. Okay, for those who I'm, do I'm not want to just, so. just move this part, just come back. So today on a very special general hospital, not really, um, Sonny's thing happened, the court thing, right? They didn't have enough evidence because the flash drive was in shambles, right? Okay. The judge dismissed the case. Dismissed the case. However, if any evidence is presented, they're going to come back. So Sonny is free. Sonny, because the the U.S. Marshals, I think they withdrew their their statement or something like that too, right? Because there wasn't enough enough evidence. evidence. Right. So Sonny, right, kept looking at Dex and told everybody to leave and everything. I need to talk to Dex. And this is where I was like, okay, G.H., I'm keeping school on this. Oh, no, Candace, no. Go ahead. Well, yeah, wait a minute. Yes, Anthony. Wait a minute. Anthony, get ready. Hold hold on to your bluegills, okay? All right. Because Sonny said, Everybody else was getting arrested. How come you didn't get arrested? He was side-eyed at Michael. He was side-eyed at Dex. So then Dex was like, um, I, was, I got a tip that, um, to get out. And Sonny said, well, who told you? And Dex was like, Carly. Carly called me and told me what was going on, so I left. Dex snitched on Carly. I said to myself, I said, Steph, I said, if I was the writer for General Hospital, I've been saying this for the longest time, by the way. This could actually be a good storyline if they played beats right, but here's where I don't yep. trust GH. I don't. 
Because y'all all know I kept saying, what do we know about Dex? Who is the Dex connected to? Why would why know. would why would the flash drive? Because they making sure to tell everybody about that flash drive. And like I said, I don't believe that was the real flash drive that was thrown in the trash. No, me either. I well, we never saw that flash drive so far down our throats. I fought it out. Flash drive sent. Yeah, because the, the thing was like Michael. He kept call like he was calling Willow and Carly, and Sonny was looking at him like. Mm. Michael kind of got a little upset, too, about the whole situation. So I'm just like, huh. I was like, General Hospital, if you can please, please, whoever is writing right now, if you're listening to the show, like I said, Dex has to be involved in who framed Sonny. I didn't say he was the person. He has to be involved in it because, it, 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 to me, I already have the story mapped out in my head, and that's the scary part. I have it mapped out. And I'm gonna, and I, but I don't trust GH because I feel as though GH, you have really far. I don't even know what to say about you right now. I feel as though, you know, you need a vacation, you need a time jump, you need a time jump or something. All right, all right. Let's pull this. Like, wait, let's uh, pull this. Let's pull this back for a second though, because honestly, there is there is a couple of ways to really pull all of this back to. A usable plot line for you know the rest of the GH future. They need to start tying all of this to Selena. I don't know what the hell they thought that all of a sudden Nicholas was coming home from a jog, and I, I don't know where where the turn in that storyline came from. That and they need is still doing the same thing. He is still doing the same thing. He has not told you. should have clued in your son or somebody. Like, to me, they, I'm glad Adam is back as Nicholas. Nice surprise, GH. Good job. But you still need, you still got to work on getting Nicholas to be back in the good graces of, like, good writing and good character. Because I don't, I, this, I, like, mm, yeah, okay. Yeah, you know what? Make him have like a speech. They should have made him have some sort of speech impediment. You know, a weird kid. He can't walk that fast. And, like he's really overcoming having been clocked on the head with something. Or, or you know, I didn't want the oh my god, he was going to wake up with no memory and not know he's that close. I really didn't want that storyline either. But Mm-mm. honestly, I'm glad. To you know, no there is no way to. There is no way to redeem this. You went away from your kids, a brand new baby, again. You did this for what? For what? So you because you would get, get some way to get out of the jail free card over keeping your mistress captured in the tower? This, oh, this is so oh, and far Anthony? Off. Anthony? Yeah. My, my question is now, how long? Has he been conscious? Obviously, right. he's been conscious for a while. Listen, he mm-hmm. woke up last Thursday, and he went for a mile run. Sorry, David, that's it. Those two things, those two universes do not live, you know, next to each other. Okay, real quick also on General Hospital, before because we do have to move on to other shows, but um, okay, I, I have to say this. It was cute. They went into the record studio. I love Leo. He is awesome. 
the throwback to, you know, GH history. Okay, you decided not to use Nancy Lee Gron in a story where she would be absolutely perfect in. She right. fits so perfectly in a storyline on a show that she's contracted. By the way, people, do you remember she actually works for you um, in a storyline where she could be so very useful? Um, it's time, General Hospital, to figure out what you're doing with this. And, and if, 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 if the rumors are true and we are getting some Rena Sofa, then, then let's push Net, uh, Eddie Main and Olivia a little bit more together. Let, let, let's move up this, the sparks in this bro, bromance thing that's happening between them. Yeah. So that by the time Lois shows up, you know, it's a real choice that has to, has to be made. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I'm so sorry. Epic fail. Nancy LeGrand oh, would have been perfect in this I have, whole storyline. I, I have questions. I, I have issues with this story myself. Uh, hi, David. My thing is, if he thinks he's Eddie Main, why can't he? Rem- why doesn't he remember Lois? Because general hospital writers won't do it. Oh, sorry. 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 Hey, okay, I-, I will say this. This is the most baffling That's- case of yes. of. Of, of other personality, I mean, they implanted memories with chips and weird, you know, computer with, with wires and cables and things. Poor Cameron. He was about to be memory erased before Franco rushed it. You know, they have done, they have run the gamut. This one makes absolutely no sense to me. I don't understand. He's not remembering that he was alter ego. It's not like he forgot that he was Ned, and he only remembers the alter ego life of Eddie Lane that actually existed back then. That's not what's happening. It's some weird, made-up version of Eddie Lane that I guess would have been if he never actually Eddie had Lane any was hits. A, he, he was a stage persona. Like, I don't understand. Yeah, he was a stage that, persona. It's like, and he oh. remembers what he used to do. But he doesn't hey, wait, remember when he was, his own man. He, he was talking about the Brooklyn part. Or whatever. Like, let's remember something, people. Eddie Maine had number one records. If you remember, Eddie Maine actually became a rock star and actually right. had hits and videos, concert tours and things. So he's remembering playing a club in Houston, singing to the Who was that one? Oh, that one woman's again. Spoiler alert, people. Who, Candace, let's take a guess. Who do you think the woman he was singing to in Houston is going to turn out to be? Not. Oh. It's probably going to be. You know what? <laughs> okay, you want me to do this? I'll do it. If it was us writing it, it would be Lewis. However, they're probably going to put bring back Catherine Bell. Girl, she is on contract on another show, honey. That don't mean nothing. They can recast. That is true. That is true. The role but, okay, but of no. Catherine Bell is now being played by hmm, Gina Tonioni. Listen, so go- going back to the point, and, and we're all touching on it in different ways, so I'll get to the like heart of it. It was not dissociative identity. He wasn't Ned and Eddie. He wasn't two different people living in one body. He was pretending. Everything he did when he was pretending to be Eddie was Ned pretending to be Eddie. So now this just doesn't make any sense. Any well, sense wait a minute, because 
they they did do a storyline similar to this years ago with Spinelli when he thought he was the jackal instead of himself. Yeah. And it was very similar. Where because I mean oh the jackal has always been his nickname. About, it's never been I a different person. So see, this is a recycled storyline too. Well, here's the difference between the Jackal versus Eddie. Because Spinelli always believed, like, okay, you know how, like, you have an alternate version of yourself that you present when you're like, okay, if I was, if I was this person, I would do this, this, and this. I would have more confidence. That was the Jackal. With Eddie Main, it was sort of like, okay, Vinny, you and me watch wrestling. It's sort of like um, – <laughs> The Ultimate Warrior. We know the Ultimate mm-hmm. Warrior isn't really, yes. you know. Yes. And when I, but they have, yes. they have like that's the performer. That's the we know Triple H isn't Triple H. We know him as Paul, that was a, right? That was like, a bad analogy, but well, you know, yeah, you know, I understand. Well, I mean, do you want me? I know do you, you want mean. me to do the Ultimate? You want me to do the? You want me to do the I, recent one? I would have said, I would have said the difference between Roman Reigns and Joe. You know, whatever his I, last name I, I is. Was going to, I was going to say somebody else, but, I, but I've but i been told I can't say his name for the next couple of days because I talked about it too much this weekend. But, um, no, I mean, that's the thing. It's like Eddie Main was a stage persona because Ned wanted to venture out. He wanted to do something else that was his passion. But him being Ned, he, you know, Ned Quartermain was straight, straight up tied who had an affair with Monica. But, you know, like he was business type because that's the that's what his the family wanted versus what he really wanted. So the fact is is like he was yeah, yeah, real quick, alternate... but the hypocrisy Ned Ned Quartermain could put on the tightest little Nike little tennis shorts. I mean, girl, they were tight those little shorts and have an affair with Monica, but Ned couldn't put on tight, skin tight leather leather chaps and be Eddie Main. But go ahead. Yeah, I mean, that was the thing. So this storyline, like, when he woke, because I always say they messed up. They could have done something where he did lose his memory or, you know, to the point. But for him to say he was in the current year, he knew where he was at, and he couldn't remember Brooklyn. Because once he said he couldn't remember Brooklyn, I was like, oh, he's back in the 90s. I said, oh, okay, we're, we're, we're somewhere. But they didn't do it, and the fact that Alexis is not a part of the storyline, which makes no sense at all, like, it's just, I don't, I'm so confused on this, and I'm just like, so, G.H., you got two amnesia storylines going on. Mm-hmm. Two. Yep. I'm surprised we all got a third one, but I don't want to speak too soon, because knowing y'all, y'all probably put Sasha with amnesia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I know she's been through everything else, basically. The well, that's thing. why I said she's probably going to have a mental block. If that and I if that oh if that happens, Lord. All right, one, one more quick one before we leave Port Charles. Uh, is, is, does anyone care? I, I really love Kate Manzi, so I'm trying my damnedest. I really am. Oh, please, and, and please it's entertaining. Me. It's entertaining when it's on the screen and I'm actually you know experiencing it, but I'm not invested at all. And, and Lord help me. I, I'm sorry, God. I hate to say this. I'm so sorry. I don't like. I don't know who Molly. I, I don't know what pod thing came and snatched all Molly and, and dropped this thing up in her place. I don't know who this person is. No. Okay. Go ahead. Um, David, go first. Well, uh, she's just a nice girl who needed some work, probably, and we can end it there. 
Um, <laughs> that was good, David. <laughs> that was really good. Yeah. Vinny? Uh, yeah, I'm not buying the new Molly. I like it. I love Kate Manzi as Christina. I think she's playing it perfectly when she does play it, when she's on the screen. I agree. I think there's, I think with her storyline, there's too much off screen that's happening that's making me not buy into it. Like, when she came back and said that Terry agreed to be on the board for the, for the new, uh, you know, program that she's starting. Why didn't we see that episode, that, that conversation, especially the fact that Terry really does belong to the LGBTQ community. So why, yeah, okay. why so wasn't let, that let's, actually let's there? Let's stop there for one second. Two months ago, her father gave her, you know, his version of a check. I don't know, right. you know, Kronos money, you know, crypto, whatever. <laughs> Two months ago, that happened. A, a month later, she was building a business plan. Sam was, you know, scolding her for being impetuous. Okay, now a month later, she has a whole board, and I guess they built the whole building. I'm not sure. It seems like they're about to start picking up furniture. It, it, yes. So way too much has happened off screen. And, yes, thank you for pointing that out because I am a proud member of the LGBTQ community and general hospital. I, I wanted someone else to bring this up and go, look, a straight wrestling guy. You go, man. I'm so proud of you, Benny, right now. <laughs> a straight wrestling man pointed out to you that you had the perfect opportunity to enhance. You have had a transgender character on the canvas who is basically a girl now, and that's right. I, I, I got, you know, that is not the lived experience of 92 to 95% of transgender people in the world right now. There are some who make it all the way. They get married. They have little adopted children. I'm not sure how it works, but, you know, and no one ever knows. So, or, or, you know, they know, but whatever. But that is, this is not the experience of most of the transgender out there. You had an opportunity to fix the situation where the LGBT community is giving you what we call, girl, we like this term. Are you ready? Candace knows this term. Girl, we're giving you side eye. Now, you write soap operas, so you know what side eye is. But in the gay world, that's mm-hmm. five times more amplified. We're giving you side eye. You had the opportunity to fix this with this storyline. And, bam, in two months, the, build, the building is built. The board has been selected. And what? Are you about to start hiring professionals? Thank you for pointing that out, Vinny. That was what I was so hoping would happen this evening. Continue where you left off, my friend. I mean, that was that was basically it. It's just there's too much of it happening off screen. Now I know they only have so much time to fill. And there are different front burner storylines that are happening, and if you want something that's going to be long long term and and kind of in the background, that's great. But don't, like you said, don't jump around to the point. Okay, well. You know, we saw this two months ago. She got the financing, and now all of a sudden, okay, the building's there, and maybe she didn't build one. Maybe it's a pre-existing building. But she still has to go through and, you know, sign the paperwork, put the business plan together, get the board together, which I know she's getting the board together now. But, okay, she's getting Diane. She's getting Terry. Where are these conversations happening? Where, you know, I want to see how she's selling it, because ultimately, yes. that could help somebody else who wants to do something similar learn the information. And they could have rectified some of the – there is a lot of communication about how General Hospital sanitizes every LGBTQ effort that they put forth. 
And there is a lot of truth in that. And they could have rectified that situation right here and not done it in a way where people had to be kissing on the same gender on screen. They could have, they could have used this to, 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 you know, bolster that piece of the storyline. Having said that, I'm going to do justice because there is another component in this piece of it, and it's Molly. And I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this outright. I'm not upset that you want to tear her world apart and turn her into a sniveling mess so that she has to rebuild her life. I am absolutely not upset with that vision as a storyline. You just cannot do that with a character like Molly in 15 minutes. I'm sorry, no matter how you paint the the complexity of the things that Molly is facing, the way you presented it to the audience, it has happened in 15 minutes, and it doesn't make it doesn't make it's not transmittable emotively to our heartstrings. So even though intellectually all the things that happened to her make sense, emotionally we cannot connect because you gave us no time to connect with it. So you took one of the most capable characters in the show's history, not even on canvas at the moment, one of the most capable characters in the show's history and turned her into a sniveling mess in 15 minutes, and you expect us to buy into this with, with the passion that we did, Maxie and BJ exchanging hearts in the gut-wrenching moments where Felicia looked at Bobby and Bobby looked at Felicia and she slid down the wall and the no, 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 no. You cannot expect us to feel the same things when you've done this to us in 15 minutes. Candace, go, girl. I know you got stopped. G.H., here's the deal. <clears throat> this whole Molly, T.J., Christina stuff, let me, let me break it down in, in real quick. It makes no sense. Girl, answer me this real quick. Yeah. Are we going to get a T.J., Christina hookup? Is that where they're going with this? No. Okay, go ahead. I, I kind of tapped out of that because I'm going to tell you why in a minute. Okay. So, <laughs> Kate Mansi, I'm going to break it down. Kate Mansi has found a, a, a partner. It is Maurice Bernard. I always, like, I was, because, I, look, here's the thing. She's a recast, and you know how, like, with couples, they do the chem test. If it doesn't work, we all know sometimes what happens, right? Okay. But the chem test was with Nancy and Maurice. She found her person with Maurice. I actually enjoyed Christina and her version of Christina and Sonny, okay? Yeah. Put that on pause. Yeah. Put that on pause for a second. Okay. Molly and TJ, General Hospital, here's your problem. Here's the problem. It's, before I could do the recast, recast stuff, I'm just going to say this. I don't care. I don't care because you don't show them enough for me to be interested in. All of a sudden, one minute, you know, they had the, the, the ceremony, the civil ceremony. Next thing you know, Molly and Brando are having a one-night stand, which she could have gotten knocked up from, but you didn't even go there. TJ is a doctor. He has problems, okay, and, and with everything like that. And you ship them off for six to seven months, and then you come back, all of a sudden, Molly wants a baby. When? Where? 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 I'm sorry, I have to say that too. No, I have to echo that. She is in the job for what, two and a half years at most, and that is being very, very generous. There is no woman who has worked that hard 
to get into that job after two and a half years. I'm ready for a baby. I can do it all. I mean, because not you, you did not even come at me. Like, at least give me some buildup. Then you got the, yep. the tease. Now you got the tease. I'm going to tell you what the tease was. You want to know what the tease was? The tease was TJ and Sorry. Willow. TJ and Willow. That was your tease. Because they could have pulled that. They could have had where TJ is the concerned doctor and Willow is confiding in him and Molly feels insecure and they have a secret relationship or something like that. I don't know. But you didn't play the beat. Now all of a sudden, like the surrogacy. Now let me put it all in. If it was with Lexi and Haley, we would have been invested because we've seen those two girls grow up in front of our yeah, eyes. But you still needed to invest more a little bit with Molly and TJ for us to believe this, okay? The problem is is that you literally did a recast on a recast on a recast on a recast with the storyline. And the thing is, we, the audience, aren't connected because it's too much too soon. What you should have done is break, like, pause the storyline. Freeze it. Like, yeah. freeze it for a little bit. Let us gel to Kate Manson as Christina. Let us gel to, I'm sorry, what's the young lady's name that's playing her? Playing Molly right now, I'm sorry. Uh, Brooklyn, Brooklyn, Brooklyn Smith. Brooklyn, hi, sweetie. Hi. I didn't mean that, by the way. But let us have some time to gel to know these two actresses playing these roles. No, it, Let's and get and a feel. Admit this, though, Candace. They also needed to give us more than, like, two. When you don't play characters for months and months and months, then it's, okay, two weeks you're in the, you're in the appointment for this. Two weeks, the next two weeks you're in the appointment for that. Boom, 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 boom. There was no time to invest in actually but you know what feeling else any missing? of it. They kept you telling know, us what they were feeling, but we didn't feel it with them. Oh, she's so distressed. She's, yeah, we get it intellectually. We get it. She's having a hard time with it. But we didn't see nothing. We saw the appointment, and then the next thing, they, they interviewed surrogates. You know, well, you know what else was missing? You know what else was missing? She didn't get over it when it comes to Christina. Here, here's, here's the thing, and I'm going to be honest with you. You know what else is not working for me? All of a sudden, Christina versus Molly. Yeah, it's coming out of now. It's coming out of it. Yeah, nowhere. Like to me, you should have been playing this beat for years, okay? To get Absolutely. us to this point. And another thing but this is, is a, this is the cover for Christina is going to very rapidly become a character that is Kate Manzi Abigailish, and not Christina Corinthos that we know. Because, and so but, but, this, but is Anthony, the, this is the Anthony, baby, honey, sweetheart, love of my life on the show. You know what I'm about to say. I do, even, but you know what even, I'm about to say is true too. And even Jake I love Lou, Lexi, but Lexi could not play the woman that they want no, Christina it's to not become. Even that. It, it's not that. No. It's not that. Here's the problem. You don't think it's that? But no, I'm gonna tell you what the problem is. I'm going to take Lexi and Kate out for a minute. The -hmm. problem is is that the show has never understood the assignment of Christina Carrasco's Davis. Absolutely. Absolutely. She is part of the Drew Kane syndrome. She's a part. Here's the thing. She is connected to the Cassadon family bloodline. She is Sonny Carrasco's daughter. That right there is a storyline in its own right. You have tried to give her some kind of identity, and it doesn't work. 
she went from this child to being the reality show queen. She tried to do this. She was, you know, she's a survivor of abuse. She was trying to find her place. She was a part of a cult. You know, all this stuff. You do not, and then she runs Charlie's while she should have been with her. You have not found, you've never been able to find her identity versus Molly. Molly has always been a conservative version of Samantha. You see how I did that? Yeah. I Christina. I said Samantha. Yeah. Yes, I did say Samantha. Okay. Okay. Yes, and you're right on that, but here's the thing. They hired Kate Manzi. That was not okay, who could we get that's going to give us some days of our lives, people? That was, we are taking this character to a level that we need an actress who is going to come in and dynamically shift everything that the viewers know about this character in a way that's believable enough that they go for on for the ride. And on that point, I will give Kate Manzi so far so good. Mm-hmm. So far, you know, of the two, we are much more in – let me take a poll, actually. Yeah. David, Christina they, more than Molly. We are much more invested in Christina. We believe Christina's Christina, right? Mm-hmm. Right now? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, much more than Molly. What they should have done with the Molly situation is give us an understanding and a time as a couple that they grappled with what was happening to them. They dealt with all of that off screen so th- and told us what everybody was feeling as though we were going to go along for the ride, except you're tearing apart one of the most stable characters you have ever portrayed in the history of General Hospital. Molly has been Molly her, the, the entire one of the character. She's been that way. And, and you want us to go along for that ride in less than, less than six months. It doesn't, make, it doesn't make the transition with, with a new actress make any sense. The minute they knew that they had to recast the actress, they should have said, oh, okay, whoa, let's pull this back. Let's change the direction of this a little bit. I mm-hmm. agree with you 100% Candace. They missed the boat. They should have played TJ and Willow to the hills. But, you know, I mean, even, last even of both have sailed out of General Hospital Harbor. I mean, here's the thing, real quick. Molly and Brando, I'm still trying to figure the point of that was what? To give us some shock? Like, oh, my gosh, Molly's not innocent as she seems. Oh, my gosh. You could have played the beat right then and there of an unexpected pregnancy. If you wanted to let do me, it, like, again, let me ask Molly you something. Let me ask, yeah. you, let me ask you something basic, Candace, and be honest. Think in your heart, David and Vinny, you're answering this too. In that whole situation, did you see Molly as a woman? Did you see her as a woman that consented to sex, that had that experience? Did, was it believable for you? Did you fall into that storyline and believe it? Candace. I believe that she wanted that she wanted to explore her other side, the one that she kept like she was a hypocrite side, her hypocritical side. Because think about it, leading Vinny? up to that. Oh, go ahead. Uh, um, you're talking about you're talking about the Brando storyline. Molly mm-hmm. sleeping with so, Brando. Or, yep. Yeah, I I did. I thought that was a turn in the character of Molly, because she David? was not the kind of person. Yeah. 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 David? I think they turned a corner. Okay. With, all right, we're Haley, all in yeah. agreement. And Haley, Haley pulled it off. Haley gave us all of the beats for the Molly that we knew and loved up to that point. 
she gave us all of those awkward beats while still letting us know that was her cry out for I'm trying out my womanhood here. I, mm-hmm. I conquered my intellectual. I conquered my partner that I'm a good friend. I'm a good partner. I've never felt like a woman, and I love my partner, but I want to feel like a woman. And, and she played it, and they could have they could have played off of that with Haley Polos. What mm-hmm. happened in real life, when it happened, that sucks. But they yeah. left that hanging for so long that by the time we came back to this, we don't really, we're not invested. That's it's what, not that's part what of said. our lexicon at this moment. That's, yep. that's what I said. All right, they we really do, do have to do go on. Let's, um, go let's, let's jump to Salem. Woo! Mm. Yep, let me see. Woo! Okay, Salem. Okay. I'm going to say this just, just, just to, to get this out at the top of the conversation. I'm not happy in a lot of ways, Salem-wise right now, but every single person who spoke, every single person who emoted, the the Victor Kyriakis um, memory, I'm very okay with. I think every single person who contributed to that did an incredible job. The rest of it, not so happy with. Go ahead, David. What what rest? Which part? Uh, okay. Exactly. Okay. Girl, uh, there are so many. Uh, all right. I, I'm just going to say Victor Kiriakis-centric for a second. Mm-hmm. The uh, guest list, the itinerary, was interesting, to say the least. If you're going to go in that direction, give us secondary material as to where other people are. You know, give us the, you know, the person hanging up the phone with such and such, et cetera, et cetera. Because some of, you know, some people that should have most definitely been asked to come back were not. The ones that did did an incredible job. I, 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 there is nothing that I can say about what was filmed, what we saw that was bad, just the story building around it could have been done with more care for the legacy of that character. Um, who wants to go next? I'll, I'll oh, go ahead, Candace. Okay. So. Oh, go ahead, David. No, go ahead, David. Candace, yeah. Candace, go ahead, David. Oh, you want me? Okay. Yeah, go um, ahead, and I'll go next. Let me see. I like. I liked everyone there. You're saying that maybe a couple people should have been there to make it more believable of a scene. I do that. I'm. Uh, Maybe John should have been there. I, in some capacity, maybe. Uh-huh. Any, anything else, David? Um, I don't. Well, I don't give. Vivian's thing was a little bit shocking. And, and see. 
I'm going to, I'll respond to that. I could live with that because that will drive storyline in other areas. Okay. Or could drive. I don't think it's, unfortunately, I don't think they're going where it should go, but um, I could live with that. But, but, but that's, <laughs> again, they're neat. You know, you're talking about, this is Victor Kiriakis, Asa Buchanan, um, 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 you, you know, Denver Carrington. Uh, you know, you're talking, yeah. this is like Steve Jobs. In, the, soap, in the, the world we're supposed to imagine exists, this is someone like Steve Jobs. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> and, and just all of the history of the characters, there are people that are still living that could have been asked to come back. There are pieces of ways of writing the, the dialogue so that everybody was included character-wise, even if they couldn't be there in person. They could. You took, it in you took a Steve Jobs and made it into, you know, like, you know, Mayor Cappendash of, of Nantucket Island funeral. But uh, that's my opinion. Yeah, some, and more of his cronies. I don't know, maybe uh, they could have brought Deimos in. Candace, girl, go ahead. Go ahead, okay. Candace. So Help me here, out here. Okay, I'm going to try to do, I'm going to try to separate behind the scenes versus what I saw on the screen, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. To me, I was fine with it, but I do feel as though there were certain people that should have been there. Nicole being one. Yep. Two, Carly. Nicole. Savannah. Yeah, I said it, Savannah. For Savannah? those who don't know. Yeah. She had a little bit of a Uh huh. Yep. Oh, that yep. takes me back. Right? See, yeah, that's what you got to do. That's, that's, see, okay. Now I got to do the behind the scenes stuff. Okay. No, but, but Candace, real quick, though, because I, I do have to say this. In the old soaps of old, even in the late 80s and early 90s, people were still getting telegrams, and then all of a sudden they started getting faxes. Oh, yeah, faxes. I mean, you could have definitely, like, had, they, like, people. They started like, getting faxes. Now right, people like, get emails and text messages and little TikToks. They, right. I, I'm sorry. There was ways that this could have. The they could have done it. They could have done it, but I will say this. Now I got to do the behind the scenes. They did ask Patsy Pease. Patsy couldn't do it. The reason was because of traveling expenses. Victoria Calderfell, who plays Sierra, she had a schedule, um, a schedule situation. That's why we got Rachel. That's why we got Chelsea. Because shout out to Jamie Giddens, because Jamie spilled the, spilled the tea of saying what was going on, because a lot of people, I, and, and I said this in real time, after John Aniston passed away, allow six to eight weeks of grieving, and then start making some calls. The reality yep. is that everybody's not standing around waiting for a phone call. You know, they have things to do. And that's how Rachel, if you read Rachel's interview, she talked to Martha Madison and, and everything. And like Jamie said, the dialogue that Chelsea had said was supposed to be for Sierra. But, again, now, hindsight, I keep saying, you know, <sighs> To me, I'm I'm sorry. No, Candace, I'm sorry. In this world where we endured Zoom performances. I I, 
I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. But again, like I said, if they're unable, because I think this is the thing, if they were able to work out a deal, now we got to think about this because we don't know everything that happened behind the scenes, right? We just know that there are certain people, like like Patsy explained right. the situation. No, Candace, girl, I'm there with you, and I agree with you. That's when you implore the, okay, we have a email from, uh, you know, due to circumstances, I cannot be there with you. My heart is crushed. My love of blah, 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 blah. There is right. always, you know, back, like I said, back in the day, it was quote, unquote, the telegram. Oh, my God. Once they said the telegram, everybody, you know, perked up to attention. They could mm. have included the moments that really needed to be included, even if they couldn't have made it happen. And it made like they did it everybody right put their best in, in giving us what yeah. we saw. But right. they, they, because it was disjointed, it didn't tell the narrative of what it could have told. Well, you, you know why. Based on a character-like Victor Kiriakis. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I was, I was, there was some moments that I was just like, okay, this person should be there. And I had to start weighing my options, you know, like, because I did see a lot of people saying that this person should have been there versus this person. I'm just like, all right, if I'm balancing it out here, who would I want? And I'm just going to say this, for those who said they would be fine with, like, if they had a lookalike from behind, or a day player to do like play the role of such and such for just a day. I'm gonna be honest with you. No, you wouldn't. You wouldn't have been satisfied. I'm sorry, you wouldn't, because it's a disruption to the story itself. With that being said, I thought the Victor Kiriakis funeral was really good. Um, while he cursed, made me cry when they brought up when they brought up Isabella. All right, I'm not gonna oh, lie. Boy. Here's okay. Here's who I really wanted to be there as a ghost spirit or something was Stacy. I wanted to see yep. Isabella just like yes. behind Brady yes. and just put his arm, like her arms around Brady while Brady just was standing, or yes, like just that. standing in this ethereal glow. Even yes. if you now this now this is where I would say y'all could have used stock footage of Isabella like or something like damn it man. But I was I was content. But I'm looking at the big picture here, and I'm like, hmm, why did y'all have certain people come back? Like, I'm starting to piece together. Is there a mystery here? Is there a mystery regarding Victor Kiriakis' death? I'm like, okay. Yep. And I'm like, because I'm like, wait a minute. Again, this is where you have to pay very close attention to certain clues that were given. Because I'm like,
Like, Brady's giving him a hug, right? I'm sorry. I know y'all just lost Victor. I know. But if I see somebody who is quote-unquote dead and faked it and made me look bad, I'm not giving you a hug. I'm giving you a black guy. I'm going to punch you. Seriously, okay. yes. open the door. Let, 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 let's stop for a moment and reality check. Okay, first off, one of my ultimate all-time long, my whole, you know, soap opera life. No, not my whole soap opera life, but... One of my long-term self-crushes is Mr. J.P., Mr. J.P. Lovacier. Okay. Really? That man can do no wrong for me. Have and he hasn't that. changed since One Life to Live. Wait a minute. He has wait, not changed since One Life to Live. Wait, why am I just finding this out, Anthony? You don't know this kid? I have I said did, this I before. I didn't know that. He said that. He said that on um, group chat. What the I have met him four times. He knows how I feel about him. He has been very cool about it in real life. I don't stand out. I work for the Associated Press. I do not stand out in in those encounters, except with Mr. J.P. Lavoisier. Girl, I I turned into a blithering Judy Bloom idiot. I was like, oh, my God, hi. You're so pretty. Wait a minute. Can we get him on the show? I know I did. Wait a minute. I need for it to, if if we get John Paul on the show, I need I oh, need God. for that to happen because I'm going to do like Pam and you guys did to me. <laughs> All right. With your no, but, but but back so back yeah. to the actual back to the actual. I, you know, <laughs> we're not there. You know, <laughs> Candace, Candace, we're not there, right? We're not there. You want us to be there, but we're not there. But I hear you. This is a Helena Cassidyne, Stefano. This is Victor Kiriakis. He definitely went with Teresa. Yo, yeah, I'm going to tell you something. Yeah. Teresa. Okay. First of all, generally, it's always a pleasure to see you, baby. I am going to miss you, though. I love her. You know, but I, you know. Okay. Oh, I love her. Yeah. So I made my opening of the show tonight about you, girl, because I feel I, yeah. you generally. Go ahead. My whole thing is is that I'm side eyeing Teresa, especially like first of all, all right, days of our lives. This was a perfect opportunity to introduce us to Tate. Yep. Like have have like a grown like not like a all way grown, but a, a, like a seventeen year old or eighteen year old guy, and they was like, "Who's this?" No, oh, I'm, no, Tate. Like I'm Tate. Well, like you know 15. they got you know they're going to try to age it so they can for for Chanel for the Chanel group. You know, the, that base. Oh, oh, you know, oh, you know, yeah. oh girl. Right. Okay, interesting. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, you got to do, and, and before anybody comes at me, I like Johnny and Chanel, but I'm just saying, they need to, you know, for that core, right? Okay. So I'm looking for work to the tape, right? Oh, he could come because he's going to school, and I didn't want to take him out. Really? Then I start thinking, Teresa, you were too, like, forward with Brady. Like, can we pick up where we left off at? And I'm thinking to myself, so I like the Teresa and Brady. Eric Monsoff and Jen Lilly has not skipped the beat. Like, seriously, the chemistry is there. But the writing, the the way that she's acting, I'm like, side-eye. I'm like, and then her and Alex, I'm like, side-eye. I'm like, what's up with her? Like, let me put her on my, my suspect list, right? I'm like, okay. Even though the funeral wasn't the highlight, I'm still looking for the highlight because I really think there is something that's going on here. I will say this, Suzanne Rogers, 
God bless her. Mm. 50 years. Great job. Not, not even, it's just the way that her episode, like, she lost another love of her life. And now she got div- deal with Vivian. This is, this is so proper one-on-one, where this is like dynasty. It's like, okay, you have the perfect marriage between Victor and Maggie. Never thought I would see that, but, you know. And then here comes Vivian, only the way Louise Sorrell can walk in here. And, Maggie, you didn't, say, you didn't have to say her whole name. We know who she is. And then she's like, I'm Mrs. Victor Kiriakis. I'm like, oh, we got a soap opera. Like, oh, but I'm side-eyed. <laughs> I'm like, it's, it's like, it's good. I will say this on screen because, like I said, I try to separate behind the scenes versus this, right? I, if they go where I say they're going to go at, I'm invested. I'll be invested. I'm yes. like another show. I feel as though that's happening because I'm like, especially today's episode when Vivian says, as of right now, I have I I, I inherited all of Victor's money. I'm like, oh sure, like run. I'm I'm invested, yep. but I want I you all out of my saying, house. Yeah, it's like okay, I see what everybody's saying. I'm sorry, saying. but everybody everybody can. Almost everybody, especially little young gay boys, can identify with what I'm about to say. There is a scene in the movie Mommy Dearest where <laughs> Faye Dunaway recreates Joan Crawford going into the board of PepsiCo, which has been, you know, recreated in both Dynasty and a movie starring Bette Midler and Shelley Long. I forget, you know, what that name of that movie was, but... Very thing, you know, where she basically goes in and she says, I'm a woman, I'm in charge, I'm going to fire all you, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. They gave, I'm sorry, they gave us a classic soap storyline to fall right into. That part of it, I am so happy with. And it's Vivian. Of course it's Vivian. Of course it's Vivian. That part I'm so happy with. And like I said, everyone who was there, was so on point. I, I'm not this, I'm not unhappy with the actual, you know, everyone and what they gave. I'm just unhappy that they, they, they did not give the, the character the legacy that it deserved. And there were so many glaring moments that, that felt awkward because there was no subtext, subtext between things that happened in the history that we're all supposed to know right. but aren't being played on screen. That was my thing. All right. Anybody have anything else with gays before we move along? How come Bella and Sean can't leave storyline? Oh, Dick. Oh, God. Oh, Dick Van Dyke. Oh, my God. Okay. You know what? I forgot all about him for a minute, but I have to say, okay, we have a couple of national treasures up in this country. Um. And Mr. Dick Van Dyke is one of them. You know, you remember what it was like when Betty White popped up on the Bulls and the Beautiful the first time, Kansas, right? Yeah. You remember? Okay. Mr. Dick Van Dyke did not get the fanfare that he deserves, but oh, my God, am I loving him? Oh, my God, am I loving him? Believable. Hold up. Wait. Okay. There are some things you never never think you're going to see in your lifetime. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know. Right. It's like, wait a minute. Like, I, okay. First of 
a quick storyline. Yes, again, the buildup wasn't there, but the execution was. It's Dick Van Dyke, okay? It's or Dick Van Dyke. Days lives. And he said he would do another soap if he could. And can you guess what soap he said he, would go, he wanted to do? Young and the Restless. No, General Hospital. Oh, right. That's my man. Okay, so I'm going to say two things on this. I loved every single moment of it. I would not have written it any differently. You know, working with the people who wrote those storylines, I wouldn't have won it anyway. I wouldn't have run it, written it any differently. And it was Dick Van Dyke. So this storyline could be played out this way. The only caveat, um, you know, or, or, or downside that I have to all this is y'all could have capitalized on this a whole lot more. Y'all could have y'all could have made this a little bit of an event, um, you, you know, and brought people to Peacock to come see Dick Van Dyke go on a soap opera. Dick Van Dyke, folks. Mm-hmm. But I will say this yeah. though, I I don't know if you know Anthony. So when so when they did have Dick Van Dyke on like last week and everything on social media, Dick Van Dyke was trending. Oh, I, I, no, honey, I saw it. I saw it on social media. But, but, but you know, there should have been, you know, spots oh, going on during oh, yeah. all of the prime time. Yeah. You know, all the prime time programming. There should have been spots breaking across my streaming, especially on Peacock stuff, saying Dick Van Dyke makes his soap opera debut on as a character you will never forget. because you could claim that. On this, what he just did, you could claim on a character you'll never forget. Right. But See another how, side like, of TV legend Dick Van Dyke on Days of Our Lot. They could have played this I mean, to the they could have done, because they did their promo when they said, Icon. And, now, and I'm thinking to myself, y'all, I, I agree with you. They should have put it on regular NBC. Hey, NBC, how y'all doing? Y'all suffering yet? Okay. You could have put it. Now, I know it was all over on TikTok. I can I can claim that, but it was just like you, you and I think that's the thing because somebody asked like what can soaps do to kind of promote themselves better, and I'm just like yo like I'm trying to think now I think it's on Paramount promote too themselves the in Dick general? Van Dyke show. Yeah. Say it again. I said promote themselves in general. Yeah, I mean they have to I start promoting themselves in general. Does it? Peacock does it. It's just again I always said Peacock about NBC. does do it. Well, yeah. no, what the, soaps, what the soaps need to do is come together as a unit, all four of them, and say, Watch your time, guys, this is what we're working with in, in the environment that we're in, okay? And these are the four targeted talk shows that are, you know, most relevant in the social media world right now. We need to have our people on these talk shows, someone from some show once a month, et cetera, et cetera and go down the line and work together as a team and turn around and go to Procter & Gamble, go to all of the other production companies and say, you know what, there is a model that works. And the model is mm-hmm. this, not for two days or three days to drop in to, to tell some weird story on a show that people are like, why are you bringing this person? And the rest of us that are invested in that person, there have been instances where they bring on a storyline arc of a couple of months and they tell a continuing story of a soap person who no longer exists in their soap universe, and they should incorporate that across the platform and have much more cooperation and build on their digital lives outside of the actual hour of television that they're on 
Monday through Friday, you know, barring holidays and special events, weather and, and terroristic activities, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, David, right. Vinny got to pick the first soap, um, and then we went to Days of Our Lives. There are two soaps left. Where do you want to go, my friend, and tell us about what you're feeling right now with that soap? Um, let's go for bold, and I am rightfully enjoying Eric and RJ's little story, and how, one, it affects me because it it touches on ageism and um, usefulness as a person gets older, and this is this interests me mainly because I feel I'm getting up there myself. So I, I'm I'm going. I'm okay, putting well, myself. Sidebar into the- sidebar note on on that storyline. Um, that originally was a one off moment in a scene, and it clicked so well with John himself um, that they decided to take this further and explore this as a storyline. So kudos to John for recognizing that um, there was a moment that, you know, people were going to connect with and not, and bring it to them right away so that they could capitalize on it before it went to air and, you know, four months go by and then we're back to a storyline that's like, wait, wait, what happened? Well, oh, oh yeah, that happened four months ago. That's right. And kudos to uh, B&B for also, you know, taking a second look at it and saying, oh, yeah, we got something here. Go ahead, David. They're using, they're using a veteran and they're using a newcomer to tell this story. Yeah, but they but, – More but or less. There's a, there's a natural – uh, you know, uh, handing of the of the mantle, passing of the torch, and yet I'm still vibrant. I'm not ready to, you know, all of that is being mm-hmm. told. But awesome for you know for recognizing that there was this chemistry between the two of them, and being able to t- you know craft this storyline in a quick manner to respond to something that happened in a scene that was like, oh wait a minute, we could do something with this. I I am. Thoroughly, thoroughly impressed um, with yeah. him going with this. With this, I am. Vinny, I, am very... I know you. Have you started watching either of the CBS shows yet? I haven't, simply because I'm not home during the day to watch them, and I don't have. I don't even know where to find them. I think are they are they on Paramount Plus? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not entirely sure. So I just all right. Candace and I are going to do some homework between now and the next show. We're going to pull some very key moments. And, Candace, should we do Young and the Right? No, let's do Bold and the Beautiful. It's a little yeah. easier. We're yeah. going to pull some, some key moments in the Bold and the Beautiful history over the next okay. week. Um, I'm, I'm going to focus, if it's okay with you, Candace, I'm going to focus on Brooke, Stephanie, um, Sally, both both Sally, you know, Foresters, but mostly yeah. the, the original Sally Forrester, right, right. and that whole trajectory. Um, why don't you focus on the triangles? Oh no, I got one even better. Just so you can kind of to, to know what's kind of about to come up. 
I'm going to give you all the Eric versus Ridge stuff. Oh, even be- actually, even better. Yes. Okay. Because, yeah. So you're going to see where each side is coming from because it kind of ha- is happening right now with what the storyline is, what's, what's going on with Eric and how he's feeling and how Ridge is going to quote unquote feel too. I'm going to teach you in these prior relationships how Hope and Steffi became the women that they are now by showing you the history of their parents and, and grandparents and, and the it just dysfunction that it all was. So I'll okay. teach you that side of it. She's going to teach you her side, and we will talk in two weeks. All right. Sounds cool. Yep. yep. Candice, talk to us about bowls. Where where are you at right now? With Bold and the Beautiful, I'm – Still waiting for this Eric versus Ridge storyline with TJ kind of in the middle. I'm actually, you know what? Let me just say this. John McCook is a treasure that, you know, some of us grew up watching, obviously, Bold and the Beautiful. Some of you guys remember him from Young and the Rockless, right? Okay. Yes, um, I do. And some, and some and a brief of you guys little moment him, on Capitol. Right. And a little bit. And on, on, on the episode of Hotel and the Love Boat. Yes, that's and true. That's true. Uh-huh. Okay. I will say, I'm going to pull this because I saw a lot of people say, oh, when it's not done with the triangles, they always go to Eric for those heart-pulling moments. And it's such an Emmy bait, and it's just, oh. So, for, for, I'm going to tell you something. When he talked about that stapler, I got it. It's like, you know, there's a lot of new stuff going on, and you try to replace it with, you know, the old with the new, right? Because... Somebody brought up, like, the little iPads and iPhones and, you know, the little Nanos. Y'all remember Nanos, right, iPad Nanos? Y'all remember those, those little ones? That you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go paint this picture for you real quick. Back when we was in school, we used to have to take a little brush out of a little bottle. We'd have to wipe it really carefully on the paper, blow on it, hoo, 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 hoo. wait for it to dry, put it back right in the right portion in the row, in our typewriter, move it right back, type again. And uh-uh. then continue I got on one with better. Little I, no, I got one better. There was this this tool, right, that you put a, a wooden stick in, right, and you had to really rotate it around and around and around, and it always made this noise, right. And when you pull it out, you had to make sure that they actually had lead in it, so you can write. Yeah. Okay, that's it. If you want to do it, let's do it. Pencil sharpeners. So when he was talking about the stapler, and the thing is, is that. Like he was saying that everybody comes into that office and they really don't pay much attention to Eric. And you got Ridge who's always had that. Again, Vinny, I'm going to show you the episodes because Ridge has always had some kind of feel towards Eric and vice versa when it comes down to the creation side of things. You got RJ. Okay, wait. I'm going to make a case in point. There was a scene in the, in the late 90s where Ron Moss as Ridge walked into the office, and I kid you not, I swear to God, a Speedo with a towel wrap draped over his, over his shoulders, down his chest, and, and, he, and, and I don't know how they filmed this, but they filmed it so perfectly that you saw he was in a Speedo, except you never actually saw anything, except his chest with the towels going over his nipples. And, and it was, you don't understand the market, dad, all this, but... They have been playing this same storyline and different versions of it 
the entire but having said that I like it go ahead Candace <laughs> You remember the scene I'm talking about, Candace, don't you? I I know what scene you're talking about. Let's put it real quick, Vinny. Let's put it to you this way. Rich said out so bad for Eric. He made his own mama think that Eric was was, um, having an affair with the assistant, with Margo. Played Mm. by Lauren Kostler. Who's now Kate on on games. Okay, but back to this. I'm enjoying it right now because I feel as though they had they have to find some way to really usher in RJ instead of being the you you need to be with my that sister guy. you need, you know you need to be with my mom like come on like utilize him into this storyline I like the relationship between RJ and Eric um I, I like that you bond okay, because oh wait am I still there yeah you're here yep okay. Um, I really enjoy it because Eric has, you know, real special relationships with all of his grandchildren in different ways. So I'm actually investing in this because I'm hoping for a family fashion war. I want people to take sides. I want this to be capital. And Anthony knows the scene I'm talking about. The final episode of Capital. Take it, Candace. When when freaking Marcia say, told those kids... Me and your father getting divorced, and you have to pick sides. So shut us now. I want that to happen with Eric and Ridge <laughs> because it's a long time coming. Um, but, yeah, I do think so. Eric- yes, yeah, go ahead. Just to school you, Vinny, um, Ridge, uh, uh, Eric is Vinny's the not father on. that – Vinny's not on oh, anymore? Oh, he left? No, Vinny dropped. Vinny oh. – Oh, okay. Vinny dropped off. All right, then we don't need to talk to him no more. All right. Uh, anything more we want to say about Young and the Restless right now? Uh, Jimmy Bold and the Beautiful before we move on to Young and the Restless? I will, I will say this. I'm waiting for the for the dark version of Finn to pop up. I feel it. I feel it coming. I feel it. Mm. I'm like, because, all right. First of all, congratulations, Jackie, on, your, on the baby, on the baby's birth. Congratulations, honey. Um, my whole thing is this. Sheila will always, like Steffi realized, will always be a presence in their lives. Finn is being kind of, I don't want to say controlled, but it's like he, ha- he doesn't really, he's, 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 he's too much of a people pleaser. He's too much of a people pleaser. I feel as though something is going to pop off because I'm like, yep. hmm, is Sheila going to do something to make Finn snap if he sees, like, Steffi and Liam, because Liam, I get nope. it. You're pr- well, well, I mean, just nope. Well, nope. Girl, here's how it's going to happen. You ready? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Finn has spent his whole life moderating how he reacts to things to whoever is most prioritized in his worldview in the situation at the time. Whether it be his, you know, adopted mama, whether it be his daddy, whether it be Steffi, whether it now be Sheila, um, hardly ever is it ever the kids, but, you know, that, that, that just happens in the soap operas. You know, kids don't count until yeah. they can actually, you know, earn paychecks. Um, but I digress as I'm known to do. We're going to see a moment where the Sheila and Finn finally breaks free. Like, I'm done. 
I can't do this no more. There's too many people. I got to be a different thing for each of these people in my life. I I can't do this no more. And it's going to, and the wild child inside him is going to come out. I'm just waiting because I, I think people forgot how thin, I mean, we don't know what happened with him and that patient that he talked about when he first met Stuffy. We know that he has a violent temper because he beat the crap out of Vinny. Um, so, yeah, I we don't know. I keep forgetting about that. I, yeah, I didn't. <laughs> no, I, I really couldn't forget about that one either because that was that was, that a, was moment. A, a moment that defines, like, okay, there's a ticky ticky boom boom that's still right. being very uh, carefully maintained. But the moment somebody slips and forgets to oil a joint or, or, or something, you know, press a little button that's supposed to be pressed, that ticky ticky is going to go boom, boom. I wouldn't be surprised if he actually is the one that hurt Sheila. I would not be either. Mm. I, I was holding that under my hat, but I would not either. Yeah. All right. Candace, I, I saved this all night for you, girl. Let's go to Genoa City. Wrap it up as best as you can in seven a couple minutes. minutes so we can just suck. Okay, seven minutes. Okay. Adam, stop acting like this is brand new for you. You already know you're not really a part of the clique. You only buy Newman by blood. You're not by, like, you even is a Newman by association. Get over yourself. Victoria, stop acting like a kid and take responsibility. Okay, Mariah, Tessa, Devon, and okay. I like this story of Mariah. I like the fact that this is, again, we're seeing the challenge of her being a parent. Now, I know I've said a couple times that not everybody has to have baby fever. I, I understand that. And I understand that they should be on more than what they, you know. But with this storyline, I find it really interesting because there are so many ways we can go at it. And I like the fact that Devon is a part of it. And I'm glad somebody said it because somebody said it on social media and they said it on the show. There's a difference between Devon when he lost his hair because he was a teenager versus a baby. So I do Who is going to know this right. their entire life. Yes. Right. And Thank I you. like that Mariah even said that. She was like, she's missing out on certain sounds, but she might hate me when she grows up. I like that. I like the fact that right now while Tessa is away, because Mariah is overwhelmed, she moved in with Devon and Abby. Okay, next thing. Diane, you're still a little snake because I'm, I'm catching on you real quick, and so has Billy. I knew Billy wanted to run Jabot by himself. That's why he was the middleman. Jack, you're too comfortable with Diane. Kyle, your arrogancy is not good, but Michael, you're playing the mess out of Kyle, though. I will say this. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, Audrey's still my girl, even though she's Yeah, I love her. I love her. I love you, Sue Lake Silver. But you're already seeing the cracks because Nate is the first one to have a downfall. I called it. I called it. I said Victoria was going to have a downfall. Called it. Called it. So now it's like, where do we go? Phyllis, you need to stay out of your kids' lives. Don't try to be hooking up Daniel and Heather. Let Daniel figure out what he wants to do. Oh, let's see what else I said. Um, Young and Russell, you're not secession. It's too much been the storyline. If I hear Newman Media one more time, I might go crazy. And let's see. Oh, oh, oh. Hey, Sally. Ha, ha. Ha, ha. 
We tried to My tell chance you. and Sally. No, 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 no chance of Sally. Chance of Summer. Chance of Summer. Take a chance on them, Summer. Um, but Sharon and Nick, there's a reason why we're almost at 30 years of Sharon and Nick on this show, whether they've been together uh, or not. The chemistry is still uh, there, and Sally has to see it now. I, I'm sorry, but it's just yeah. especially today's episode with the flashback. Oh, my. Oh, yes. I t- Definitely. I teared up. I teared up. And that's all I'm going to say. Young and the Russell, stop with this whole Adam thing because it's getting really sick. Mark Grossman does a great job, but if you're going to just keep recycling, Anthony, you said something earlier about recycling. You're seriously younger than us, but you're recycling the same old, same old, same old, same old with Adam. Adam is like, oh, wolves me. They don't love me. Yeah, yeah. Girl, girl, let me go. Let me go. Let me go. Okay. We have played this same exact storyline out with each Adam that we have had on campus, and we have enjoyed each and every one of the times that we played this storyline out. Mark has played this angst as long as it needs to be played. Move on. Okay. Um, okay. Courtney. Courtney Hope. Sally. I hate to say this. Young and the Restless. This is a character that is worth investing in. Find her a storyline that actually works and, and is, is workable. Yeah. And I, I, I felt, but I, go, I see where you're going. It, it ain't going to work. So, Okay. Find something with this character because she is worth developing. Hashtag, bring, having, just bring her back to bold. Just bring her back to bold. Bring her back. Yeah, bring her back to bold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. I'm, I'm down with that. Okay, Phyllis, girl. Okay, honey, mm-hmm. honey, your daughter is a lot smarter than you. Your daughter has also grown up watching you, et cetera, et cetera. Girl, leave it. Leave and get a life of your own. Okay. Um, Kyle. Woo! Kyle. Woo, child, there's some chemistries going on up in your orbit, and you are playing that. Okay, here is my thing. When all is said and done, watch. I think Billy is going to come out of this in a place that none of us expect at this moment. Candace, tell me you get an inkling of what I'm feeling right now. I feel you. Yeah. Okay, Bo, uh, uh, Young and the Restless of all four shows right now, I'm still so close to you. I, I'm not – thank you for the Michael Damien. Thank you for Haley. I'm interested to see what character she's going to play. For all, oh, yes, girl, yeah. Please let it be Grace's daughter. Uh, Please let it be Grace's daughter. Please! And Young and the Restless, we give you permission. Candace, you give me permission too, right? You can pop the cork. Let Diane's crazy come back out. Let me shook up the bottle. You can I've, pop I've that waiting. cork and let it pop. I've been waiting patiently. You I've been can the pop bank. that cork and let it pop all over the kitchen. We have been shaking the bottle with you. Let the crazy out. We ready. Wait, we ready. Anthony, you forgot something. Yes. You totally forgot something. Aunt May May's coming back. Oh, Mamie. Okay, wait, real quick before we leave, and make sure you guys touch Encore Presentations of, on Blog Talk Radio. Thanks to everybody. Um, but here's the thing. Young and the Rustlers, you got one job to do. November sweep, end of the year. I would love to hear the words, Drusilla, is that you? I'm done. Girl, yes, I yes, yes. We'll see you in two weeks, David, Pam. See you in two weeks, Pam. everybody. 
Vinny, thank Bye. you for tonight. Carolyn, hope we see you in two weeks. Good night. Shout out to Vinny. Bye. Good night, everybody. Get connected with Take-Two Radio on Facebook or Twitter at Take-Two Radio. For email updates on future shows, follow at Blog Talk Radio. For previous episodes, upcoming guests, and more, visit Take-TwoRadio.com. Are you on the phone? What are you up to? Yeah.